Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Gee. All right, man. It's warm in here. Good, good, good. It's cold in the back, so anyways, hey, we're glad you're here today, and you know, the Lord's impressed on me this week. You know, we don't, you know, through what we've been through and, you know, everything that's going on, that, that how the local church is here for a purpose. And we sometimes forget that. And I, before I open a prayer, I want you to know if you're watching today, whether you're watching or here, the Lord has already blessed you, whether you realize it or not, for making an effort to, to either turn it on on, our, on the website or on uh, YouTube or Facebook or, or being here. I, I want you to know that. Just And sometimes, you know what? Well, I'm getting into my message. Let me, let me pray. Father, we're just so grateful we're here today. Lord, it is good to be in your house. Father, we thank you. There is a purpose in the local church. It is for our well-being. May we never, ever, ever forget that. Every, every time, every weekend we decide, are we going or not? Are we going to turn the, the broadcast? Are, are we going to watch this? Are we going to take the time to hear from you? Lord, we thank you today that Ben has prepared our hearts through worship and the praise team. Father, do what only you can do through the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, forgive me in anything that I can be a vessel that is clean to represent you and your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, when it comes to, to church, everybody's got a different thought depending on how you grew up. Some of you didn't grow up in church. Some of you did. You know, it was like me. It was like Sunday morning, Sunday night. Tuesday night visitation, Wednesday night, whatever else was going on there. And then there was always a banquet on the weekend, you know. I, I, you, people laugh like, why do you dress the way you do today? I had, uh, growing, I can think about it now. I had these little ties growing up, you know. And I had to dress up every time the church door was open. I don't know if you remember that, but some of you do. I mean, you had to, you know. You always had to dress up, you know, and I, I was so glad when those little, uh, there were those cowboy things. I don't know if you remember, they're not really ties, but they're like on two strings and you can wear them. And I think, oh, my mom let me wear those, you know. And I thought, thank you, thank you. And then you had those ties, you just kind of popped off, you know, and as soon as the church was over, I'd throw the thing and the whole thing. You know, and I think, you know, back though, if you think about it, what the Lord whether it was me or whether you do, what, what is it about? You know, we think, again, years ago, up to what has happened this last year, we really took for granted. You know, you're going to church, man, I don't know. You want to go today? Well, let's see what the weather looks like. I don't know. What do you think? You know, well, I haven't been golfing for a while. Maybe I need, you know, and all these different things. And we forget the, pur the purpose of the church is for our well-being. Do you realize how many uh, mental health care workers I've either talked to or read or, or what our pastors are dealing with on how stressed out people are right now and what they're going through and, and how important it is to know whether you're watching it or whether you're here to know the purpose of the local church 
what does the psalmist say? We're going to look at that first. In Psalm chapter 122, Psalm chapter 122, in verse 1. This is a psalmist of David, King David. He said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house. Or actually, let's read it together. We don't do that too, too often enough. I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. In our society today, man, people are just, I, I mean, every week I, I think about it, go say, it just seems like, if you, we all recognize it, whether it's fear or anxiety or being upset or angered, it, it just seems like it's building every week. And it's not going away. And it's building more every week. And it's building more every week. And, uh, and we have a hope to know whether you decide yesterday or this morning, you know, or it was just like, hey, we're, we're, we're going to, to go to the house. Or there is a there's a joy in that. Don't forget. And, and whether you realize it or not, the joy is that God is going to bless you because of so much stress. You're reminded of something. You know, this week I, I went to, uh, Friday I went to, to see somebody. I, I didn't go in. I went to take something to somebody in, in, the nur in a nursing home. And I had my mask and everything and had it, had it, you know, way up, you know. And so I thought, okay, I get, you know, I know where I'm going. So as you know, most places of business, there's two doors. There's the first door you can open up, and then there's also another door. A lot of times it goes into the lobby. So, you know, all the doors on, on places now, it said where the mask had my mask up and everything. And so I, I, I was taking them something. So, you know, how you get in your own world when you're doing things. And uh, so I hit the one door, and so I was standing in between the two doors. And... I felt so bad for the lady. She come flying up to her. What are you doing? You can't do this. See this? I'm going, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm trying to communicate to the mask. I have on the whole thing. And she goes, you got to go back outside. You can't do this. And wherever you bring, you got to leave on the table outside. And she's like, you know, there's monitoring me and all the things that are going on. I'm like, wow. And, you know, I felt so bad. And I wasn't really angry. I felt bad for her because is she like, Living like this every day at work? How many people are living like that every day at work? An, an unreleasing sign of what's going to happen with the kids at school. What's going to happen? Am I going to have my job? Everything that they were going through or somebody I knew well and something they were telling me about you know, someone in their family that lost a great job that they had because, because of everything that's taking place. People are so stressed. Like, where, where does our hope lie? Does it lie on turning the news on every night? No, I don't think so. You know, our hope lies. We always hear me. And, and that's why our hope. I was glad when they said, David said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house. Or I want you to recognize today the church, the local church is for our well-being. It's for us to be able to get through this life and also know where we're going no matter what's happening. God's always in control. So what I want you to know today, whether it's coming here, whether it's here or afterwards, the Lord has already, and, and you'll recognize, has blessed you for tuning in or being here. Because there's something, the way he made it, 
that can only happen through the local church. Let's look and let's build on this in another verse. I want you to look in, in Hebrews. We're going to look at a couple different uh, verses in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10 and verses uh, 23 through 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. Let me stop right there. When was the last time that we all thought about the confession, the day that we accepted Jesus as our Savior? Huh. I don't think about that enough. The Bible tells us God's word, let us hold fast to the time that we remembered when we prayed that prayer and we accepted Jesus Christ into our heart. Let us hold on tight to know that we are secure in who we are as a believer in Jesus. And he continues, because that's our hope, without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Know that what you're going through right now, God is faithful. He's not faithful to you or to me. God is faithful to his word. He is faithful to what he says. He can't can't lie. Whatever he says in here that is a promise of his word, he's going to come through for you. He's going to come through for me. God is faithful to who? To his promises of his word. So we talk about all the time at City Church what's so important about it, just a few minutes every day of picking his word up and read it. Why, Why are we here? We're reminded of who we are as a believer that we hold fast to who we are as a believer and we are reminded when we're we're down and we're discouraged and so many people are going through that right now and their well-being is, it's not there. They're all over the place. We take a deep breath and we go to the promises of this book. It's true, it's real, it's living and we read it. God speaks to us. He gives you a promise and he gives you that promise, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. He gives you that promise. He says, listen, you're never going to be disappointed in the love that I have for you because that hope, that love, it's going to be constantly poured into your heart. Romans 5, 5. That's what God tells us. And we can go all through the scripture. We can all through even Hebrews, what we're looking at today. God is faithful to his promises. You know, every time... The children of Israel would go to war and, and were reminded of has been led us today in worship and how important as a local church we come to worship. Why? Why do we worship? Think about that in a local church. Is that we worship because we know that Jesus has already won all these battles that we face. So every time in the Old Testament, is they would go to war. Isn't it great? Could you imagine the enemy of Israel? There's a few thousand or whatever Israel had, and then there's thousands upon thousands of warriors that were coming against them, and every time it looked like the odds were so, so far outweighed them, every time it looked like they were going to lose. And the enemy would, would be coming towards them. And what would the enemy see first? You know what they'd see? They would see... The band going out before the warriors. And they're probably looking at each other and going, what are these crazies doing? 
I mean, the mightiest men are in our front. They're having the singers and they're playing all the, you know, the ram's horn and all those things. And they're just, I mean, they're thinking, he's got, I bet they're laughing. Now, know that we're here. We worship in the local church because we know. We know who we are as believers. And we, the Bible also says, we enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. We praise him. We, that's why we're here today. We open up. We open up the services. Just it was almost a pattern in the Old Testament to bring us up into the local church. That, that that your battles that we open in singing and praising God and thanking Him today because your battles we recognize and being thankful and praise Him. It gives us a different attitude as we start the week. As we go through those doors, and we have to start this week. We've started out right, Lord. We know You've already got this. You've won this. We praise You. We thank You. That's who we are. We remind ourselves who we are in Jesus. And then it continues, what does the Lord tell us about his word? And, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Now, this goes together with verse 25. The local church, the importance, our well-being. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as a manner of some, but exhorting, in other words, encouraging, give one, giving someone courage. Encourage, give someone courage that you're with or you see. Courage one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. You know what has happened to me? I know this has happened to you or people are watching. This has happened by when, you, when you're at church. That uh, You might not even know the person. Or, or we're, we're just a church, and we overhear, okay, which we do. We're always listening to what other people are saying, right? We don't do that. It's just like in the grocery store line. You're, you're listening to someone around you, what their conversation is about. We listen to other people, right? So all of a sudden, we hear something. Someone else is talking. You might not even know them, but it's, but it's in the church. And they're talking, and they're giving, and they're sharing what's happened to them last week. And they're, they're giving an encouraging word to that other person. And they're saying, you know what? I know this is happening. And we're hearing that. See, you didn't know that you were going to hear that and be encouraged by that. That's the power of God's word. That's the Holy Spirit working. And knowing now, if that, if that is the case, that we can encourage one another, how much more does the word, when we hear it even right now, encourage you, encourage us through the Holy Spirit that is the Lord saying it's so important, whatever you try and be there. Why do you think? Why do you think? Listen to me. That right now, with everything we're going through, the devil is doing everything he can. What's he trying to stop more than anything else? It's the local church. I was so glad uh, the last couple weeks, uh, the, the pastor of all the Hillsong churches in Australia actually came out. And he talked about, we've got to somehow get together because... He's dealing, their, their church is dealing with so many people in the, in the, mentally with their health that they're, they're, they're not making it mentally. And, and the importance is, and we know spiritually he's talking about that. And then I was listening to Ed Young, pastor of uh, a, a fellowship church in Dallas, Texas, a very, very large church. He said, I love what he said with this. He said, we have forgotten the local church and how important it is. And this is what he said. Something that happens in the church 
that is supernatural, when we gather and we hear his word, can't happen any other way. Doesn't happen any other way. Now, can I figure that out? No. You know, some of the times that, you know, I'll come up here and I'll pray, you know, and I'll think, you know, and I'll drive home like, hey, that was, man, you doubt she really stunk it up today. You just, you, didn't, you know, there was a guy in the back yawning and, you know, some people, you know, I just didn't, you know, everybody, you know, it was just not good, you know. And, and then I'll hear back from different people like, oh, you know, whether it's an email or this or that, that's not me. Here's what I'm getting at. It, 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 it's, it's this word. Through the Spirit that speaks to you and speaks to me to encourage, now here it is, as we get this, that, the, that our well-being, I don't know how long, and you don't want to hear what I'm going about to tell you, but, so don't turn it off, and I want you to listen. I don't know how long, whatever you're going through or all the things we're going in through society, I don't know how long it's going to happen. I don't know how long we're going to have to go through this. I don't know how long you're going to have to go through what you're going through personally. But the Bible says right there in his word, encouraging each other and so much more as we see the day approaching. An amazing word. The Bible talks about heaven. We will learn about his grace in heaven in the ages to come for millions of years. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years. Think about that. And a thousand years is a day. In other words, to us as believers when we're in heaven, this time of eternity is going to go so fast. We're going to look around and go, man, can you believe it's been, an, you know, look, you're going to turn to somebody who is a brother and sister in Christ. And you're going, hey, how you doing? Hey, I haven't seen you in about a thousand years. How you doing? <laughs> right? Man, it's good to see you again. I'll see you in another millennium. You know, if I don't see as forever and ever and ever, encouraging each other to know that we have more hope than just what's in this life. No matter what you're facing, when you realize that as a believer, you're going to heaven and there's a very good chance you're here today and those that are listening, part of your well-being is, you know what? We might not ever have to die. Isn't that amazing? Think about that. And what you face and what I face and what we're going through, why does God tell us? And it's not, not, he says our light affliction is but from a, why does he say it that way? Because he wants you to know that take it off of you and take your burdens and give them to him. And when you give them to him, it becomes lighter. Do you think as a child of God that God doesn't see what you're going through and you are his child that he's not going to help you? He's not going to be there to, to get you through what you're going through? I'm here to tell you today, is the same as he's done for me, he's going to do for you. And all of you can stand and say this and that and this and that. And you can say, I didn't think I was going to make it here. I didn't think I was going to make it here. And, and the Lord comes through. And all the time we have hope. We know we're going to heaven. We confess our faith. We're reminded who we are in Jesus. We encourage each other as a local church. We hear the, we worship. We hear the word. There's something that happens we can't get any other way to know just to get us through this week. Because see, what happens when we worship the Lord and we are gathered here and we hear his word, you're going to go through that door and you're going to face another battle this week. And I know we don't want to hear that. But on the first day of the week, we're reminded 
we're reminded of who we are. We're reminded we have hope. We're reminded we have his word to guide us through his promises that we can open up this week and something that we so needed to read and the Lord took us right to there. Because we're reminded in church that week. We saw people we hadn't seen for a while. Hey, how you doing? And the same way it happens when you're wherever you are through the week and you run into people. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, I haven't seen you for how you, you know, as a believer. It's amazing you can go on vacation somewhere. You can go somewhere on vacation. I don't care where it is, Florida, Arizona, I don't know, you know, camping somewhere, where you, wherever you want to do. And, you know, you don't know somebody, and you're saying, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm Joe, I'm, I'm Bill, you know, whatever. And you used to say hi. And one thing leads to another, and you find out that they're a believer. Isn't it amazing how you just automatically have a connection? There's no coincidence in that. See, the Lord is showing us and encourages us. If we look for it, he encourages us every day. If we look for it, don't miss it. Let's close with this last verse. In Hebrews 12, verses 28 and 29. Now, if you're like me, uh, you do pretty good for a while. And, and then all of a sudden you hear something. And you get that if you've had on and off these last, I don't know how much, you get kind of that sick to your stomach a little bit, right? Hearing the news, your job, whatever it might be, family member, uh, your kids, I don't know. And you get that sick. You get sick to, to your son. You just kind of get that. What does the Lord remind us today? So whatever we're going through, what are we a part of? We've said most of it today. We're going to close with this. Hebrews 12, 28, and 29. Therefore, he's telling us, stop, wait, listen, stop, listen. Since we are receiving, it, 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 we're continually learning and knowing about who we are part of. Since we are receiving a kingdom, we know that we're part of a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us have grace. In other words, we're going to get that meant, not take for granted of who we are. By which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and a godly fear. You don't have to fear what's going on around you. We look to the Lord and we have a godly fear in that. And I want to sum this up in a minute. But I first want to know, the Lord leads us in a prayer that we all know, that we all learned growing up. Whether you're in church or not, you probably know that. And part of that Lord's prayer, it was the Lord teaching us on how to pray. Not so much the prayer itself, if I can say this. And what he was saying is this. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let me say it again. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What did Jesus said when he was on his way to the cross? Pilate wanted him to, hey, I heard all these things about you. The governor, Jesus, just do something. I mean, I don't like what's going on. I don't even want to have one. My wife even had a dream about you. Don't be involved with this. I don't like what's going on. Just, just, just do something. You can do it. I heard about all the miracles. I saw, you know, I know you raised people from the dead. I mean, you could surely stop everything that's going on. And what did Jesus say back to Pilate? He said, I'm not going to fight in this world because my kingdom is not of this world. We are part of a kingdom that lasts forever 
and ever and ever. That's why you and I today, no matter what is trying to shake you, no matter what is trying to come at you today to give you that sick feeling in your stomach, Jesus reminds us today, here we are at the local church, that you cannot be shaken spiritually. It is something supernatural that's going on in your life. And no matter what happens, no matter what you hear this week, your spirit cannot be shaken. That's what he's telling us. That's what I want you to know. I'll close with this. So we serve him in such a way that we have a godly fear. And then I always, you know, I look at this last verse, part of this. And the Lord saying, man, it's great. Love the Lord. Have a godly fear. You're part of this kingdom. It can't be shaken. And then he closes with this. For God is a consuming fire. Boy, that's, that's, an, that's really encouraging, isn't it, today? Boom, there's those thunderbolts and lightning and, fire, you know, I'm thinking, wow, what, what is that about? You know, what, what's going on here? All right, this is what I think the Lord's telling us. That's why he talks about godly fear. God is so good to us. God loves us so much that he gives us free will. And he gives us all kinds of grace. And he gives us favor. Now, remember what I was telling you last week, every time I hear a pastor falls to immorality, and you're, you just ask our pastors how much it bothers me, and they'll tell you. And so, and I, and I think about that a lot, and I kind of figure out, you know, why and all these different things. Godly fear. Godly fear. God loves us. He gives us favor. He gives us grace. But God is a consuming fire. I'll never forget, as I close this, I was living out in Arizona. I was doing a lot, a lot of things I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> and God was giving me so much grace and a lot, a lot of things. And I was so close to doing so much bad, even so much worse. So there was a church out there of all things, you know, I just couldn't get away from it. There was a church out there that our, the church that my grandfather had started, they started a church out in Tucson, Arizona. And one of my grandfather's best friends, who was an evangelist, you know, came to speak at that church. Of course, I didn't make it on Sunday morning. I was sleeping in and the whole thing. And so, you know, I got my long hair down on my shoulders. I got a beard. And, uh, you know, whatever, it's fine. I don't care. You can still do that, you know. But I'm just telling you, I, you know, you, you really couldn't recognize me. So, uh, you know, I go and I show up, you know. Well, Doc Lakin was one of my grand, grandfather's best friends that when my grandfather would have revivals at this huge church, Doc Lakin would come once you and have the thousands of people be saved, thousands of people would turn out, and he was just a great order. The Lord really spoke through him and really, uh, really spoke the word of God. And at the same time, here's what he did. He always brought a balance, but here's my point. So he preaches a message, it's, you know, it's, you know, a lot of the you know, some laugh here, but also, you know, a lot of the old preachers, you know, the hell, fire, and brimstone, you know, wham, 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 you know, and that's, it's true, you know, I mean, it's real, and we all know that, but we, we come out a little bit different way, maybe it's just because people go through much more, so much more in society, you know, and so forth, and uh, 
service is over. And I forget, I mean, it's just plain as day. This is 40 years ago. I'm in the back with this vestibule. It's a beautiful night out in Tucson. And, and, uh, and I just preached this message. And, you know, I'm a little convicted and so forth. But, uh, you know, what was going on in my life and everything, it wasn't, it wasn't going to stop me at the time. And uh, he's, he comes out in the vestibule. He recognizes me. He calls me by name. He comes up, puts a big hug around me, loves me, didn't question me, just laugh with me, love me. That was it. Huh. Listen to me. This might not be for you today, but what was for me was I experienced the love that I couldn't get any other way. And through him knowing that. Even though, listen, even though that God is a consuming fire, know that his word is true and is real and he's coming down hard. But the same with me, the grace and the grace and the grace that he gave me. But he wants us to know God is a consuming fire. There will come a point and a time in all of our lives that when we step over too much, something will happen. And I believe that was, there was two things that happened out there, and I believe that was one of them that started to, to get me to, to wake up a little bit. Why? I was at church. I heard a fire and brimstone message. But I saw a believer love me just where I was. Hmm. All of us. Right now, we have family, we have friends, we have people that we're close with. They know, you have to tell them. But do we give them the love as a local church? I mean, we know. See, our, our, our state of mind, even though we're shaking something, we, we know what's happening. And when we look and we, we figure out what's going on, we have, a, we have that well-being through the power of the Holy Spirit. We know where we're going. We know no matter what happens, God's coming through. And when we can't hold on, we go to his promises and he keeps us going. We worship and we hear the word and we just keep going another week. And, and, every, and there are people that love you whether you realize it or not. They're watching everything you do, everything you say, and so much more encouraging each other and loving each other the way Christ, he died for us while we were yet sinners. The local church, that's who we are. When we are Come to the place. We accept Christ as our Savior. We know what's happening. We know what's going on. And, and even though we're somewhat shaken, we can reach out and put our arm around someone who is way, way out there and let them know that we just love them in the name of Jesus because God is, and it is real, and it is true, is a consuming fire. And one day he will come back and he says he's going to burn this whole earth up. But we will be in heaven forever and ever because of his grace. May we extend that grace as a body of believers and you that are even watching to someone that you know so they can have their life turn around, find Jesus, and still remember like I did 40 years ago, someone cared enough even though they were a fire and brimstone preacher just to love me. God is a consuming fire. 
but may we have grace as a local church to go into this world. We're just as that lady I saw in the nursing home this week, not to get upset, not to get mad, to know that people are so afraid right now. And we can bring them hope. And we can love them. And they can get something they can't even understand, but they know it's supernatural. It's from Jesus. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. You, will you be reminded? I know we're going to leave here and you're going to get real busy. Your jobs, your kids, your family, phone call, whatever. I just want you to be reminded our the day you accepted Jesus as your Savior, to know He's here with you. To know the reason that the Lord brought you here today was to hear this and to know that you're blessed. I don't matter what look, no matter what you see right now in your life. Give it to God. Give it to him right now. Lord, you've got this. I don't understand it. I, don't, I can't see all these things politically and the pandemic and everything I'm going through. And you, you just give it all to him. And he says, I'll take it. And I'll remind you who I am in you. Might not be tomorrow that it changes, but I will give you the peace that you need. And he's telling you right now, as you're listening here as a body of believers in this local church. Yes, God is a consuming God, a fire, but he loves you. And he has grace that he's given us. And may we, in turn, extend that loving grace to others. And we'll find them in heaven someday too. Jesus, if there's someone here today or watching, let them know that Man, maybe they're way out there like I was years ago. Father, you loved them so much. Loved us while we're yet sinners. Lord, if there's someone here today, let them know there's nothing they have to do. Take a step of faith right now and pray, Jesus, I heard this message. I believe who you are, that you are God's only son who died on a cross and shed your perfect blood for me, for my sins. I ask you right now, Jesus, to forgive me for all of those sins. Jesus, come into my heart. And from this day forward, to the power of your spirit, Jesus, may I live by that resurrection power. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I ask you today, there's someone even here in this local church to know that to get through what they're going through, that they can have that hope in you. If there's someone here today that's never accepted you as their Savior, may they do so as we give this invitation song. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus... I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.